What's up, everyone? This is episode 21 already. So exciting. I'm back from a long weekend in North Platte at Miss Nebraska, and we've got some updates for you. Welcome to the Powerhouse Podcast. My name is Megan Swanson, former Miss Nebraska turned entrepreneur and expert pageant interview coach. And each week right here, we bring you a motivating conversation to help you discover just how to unlock the winner within you. Get ready for expert pageant interview secrets, life coaching strategies, and tons of personal development. Thanks for hanging out with me today. Now, let the podcast begin. Well, hey, 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 everybody. I'm so excited to be back with all of you guys for episode 21. My goodness, we're like halfway through the year already. I cannot believe that we've produced 21 episodes. It seems like we just started this podcast yesterday and we are on our way like through our first year. It's just absolutely crazy. I don't know if anybody else is dumbfounded at how the heck we got to June, but I'm excited about it because it's pageant season and things have been going so incredibly well. And I'm here to give you guys a little bit of a winner's update. As I've told you guys, we will every single week with the wins of what has happened over the past weekend. So I have some very exciting things to share with you. One that I absolutely cannot wait to tell with to tell to all of you guys and I bet most of you guys listening already know what I'm going to say because you watch on social media. So let's start with our first contestant of the weekend. We had Gabby Bradley, who did absolutely phenomenally in Miss Kentucky 2019, and she walked away with the non-finalist interview award. Congratulations to her. What a special, special young lady, incredible individual. Make sure you go follow her. I will put her social media in the show notes. And second of all, drum roll, please, everyone. So excited to announce that my younger sister, Allie Swanson, is Miss Nebraska 2019. I, whew, like two days later, I don't know if it's 100% sunk in yet. Allie was the overall interview winner, actually a three-way tie, which, I mean, y'all can let me know, but I don't know if that's ever happened in my existence in pageantry, at least. Um, she was the overall interview winner, overall onstage question slash onstage interview, whatever you want to call it, winner. She was a double prelim winner of onstage question, onstage interview, and also the evening gown slash social impact statement winner, and overall just slayed the game. It was an incredible competition. Um, Shout out to all the Miss Nebraska contestants, candidates, sorry, candidates this year in the competition, and you guys are wonderful, and I'm so excited to see where all of you guys continue to go, whether you continue to do pageants or life takes you elsewhere. So congratulations to all them and we are going to be having Allie on the podcast very very soon so that she can share her story and really I just want you to hear about her platform for like 45 minutes social impact initiative because it's extremely unique and she's brilliant and I'm gonna brag about her for the rest of my life so Allie Swanson is Miss Nebraska 2019 go follow her at Miss America NE and uh yeah she's killing it so it's been a really really crazy and hectic first couple days as a family we got back from north platte last night at like 8 p.m and uh we're ready to rock so i'm just excited to know when and where miss america is (laughs) you hear me and i think we all are (laughs) and so it'll be an exciting couple weeks um 
we're two for two, you know, in terms of uh, state pageants so far. And actually, in every state that we've had clients, we've won some kind of interview award. So that's really great. Sorry, two for three in terms of state winners, but we are three for three in terms of interview winners. So we're doing our part and our girls are rocking and rolling and I could not be a happier coach. So super, super excited about that. And uh, just a little bit of a forecast for the next weekend. So many of our clients, about seven of them, eight of them, went off to their state pageants yesterday. And so just a special shout out to everyone competing in Miss Indiana, Miss Illinois, Miss Missouri, Miss North Dakota, and Miss New Jersey are where we have clients this weekend. We are so proud of you. You guys are going to be doing amazing. Oh, also, Miss Indiana's Outstanding Teen, if that doesn't count, you know, together. But we're so proud of you guys. You guys have worked so hard, and I just want to say break a leg, and uh, it's been just so exciting already. Texting with all of our clients throughout the week, you know, we really try and serve as that mental buffer during the week. So a lot of our clients will call us on Monday or Tuesday of pageant week freaking out, and they have their breakdown, but I always say, hey, Better to have your breakdown Monday or Tuesday before prelims start, before your interviews start, and uh, that's what it's all about. Sometimes you just need somebody else to bounce ideas off of or bounce emotions off of that's other than your mom or, of course, obviously the girls around you because it can be intimidating, and you know what? No matter how hard you work on your mindset, obviously our powerhouse girls are ironclad and really, really, really prepared in the mental side of things, but sometimes things happen, so I just love being able to be there for a resource even if sometimes girls are texting you at 11 o'clock at night like, Megan, I need you. But that's what Mama Megan is there for. So I, I really enjoy being able to be there be there for my um, candidates, my contestants, my clients, whatever you want to call them in that way. And uh, it's proven to be extremely fruitful so far. So I'm so excited to see who else will be joining the Miss America class this weekend. And then obviously got three or so weeks of pageant season left, and then hopefully we'll know when and where Miss America is. So um, with that, I'm, I'm really, really excited for all of that. And if unfortunately um, you didn't place how you would have liked this year, I totally understand how that feels. You know, that's how I felt after Miss America. And it's not always the greatest feeling when you when you fall short of a dream of yours, but God could have a different plan or if you have other years left to compete. And I just wanted to say, if you're ready to launch into the 2020 season of pageantry and you are looking for somebody to help you, you guys can email Megan at powerhousepageantry.com or shoot us a DM at powerhousepageantry on Instagram. And we would love to see when the next strategy session is available on our calendar for you. So we've already had probably 10 or so girls who have placed maybe top 15, top 10, top five, or um, have never worked with a coach and never broken into that top 15 or top 12, whatever it is at your state, and just want a little more help. So we would love to help you. Our next 30-day sprint starts July 1st, so you'll want to make sure that in the next couple weeks you get on the phone with us if that's something that you want more information on. Okay, so now for today's topic. I'm so excited to share with you guys how to win and why you can. I'm really excited about this episode, but first, before we dive into that specific question, I have a couple other fun questions that I want to answer that have been from the peanut gallery. Um, I posted on my Instagram earlier today and wanted to just see what people were going through, see if there are any pageant girls specifically who had some pressing questions, who don't work with me, um, who wanted an expert, who could speak on those things. And so I know that y'all are all chomping on the bit to hear exactly how you can win and for me to share my secrets and my strategies. Um, but I wanted to answer a few of these audience questions from social media first, which also might be the same question that you have. So stay tuned. Um, and we'll start with a really funny one that a good friend of mine 
decided to put in my question box, but I also decided to answer because I think it's funny. So this is their first question. Okay, we have one, two, three, four. I chose four of these and then we'll have the big question, how to win. So question number one, and you know what? You never know, this could totally be a pageant question. So if you wanna answer this, feel free to pause before you hear my answer and uh, see if you can answer these. Okay, question number one. If corn oil is made from corn and vegetable oil is made from vegetables, how is baby oil made? <laughs> now you have to know my friend who sent in this question, and if you do, then uh, if you did know them, then you would know that, wow, this is extremely typical of them asking this question. But for me, uh, my literal, literal black and white, totally like ironclad, everything is a yes or no and no gray area <laughs> type brain, eight, seven um, wing Enneagram, my brain immediately goes and thought, well, vegetable oil actually is not made out of vegetables, so haha to my friend who thinks that they know everything. No, I'm just kidding. Um, corn oil, I think, is actually made from corn, but fun fact, vegetable oil is made from garbage. It's literally made from terrible stuff that is horrible for you and uh, not made from vegetables. So that is the correlation of how baby oil is not made out of babies. Thank you very much. And that is my answer. Okay, let's move on. Uh, question number two, this person wanted to know how was the new state show? You know, there were attributes of it that could have been better um, on the production and specifically just being honest, but obviously my sister won Miss Nebraska, so no complaints there. And uh, just to be completely honest, I'm, I'm just overwhelmed with how awesome of women we have here in Nebraska. Um, even though there were only 13 candidates this year, they're all just such high level. I mean, honestly, like the talent in Nebraska is ridiculous. And uh, it just was so much fun just to watch these women with the new type of speaking format and bringing in so much more of speaking on stage. It was just really cool to get to hear the eloquence of these these young ladies. So, so far we've had um, three states compete and they've had th basically three different forms of competition. Kentucky had, uh, my Kentucky client said that they took um, one of their interesting or fun or funny facts and they had to speak about it for a whole minute on stage, which I think is odd. Um, in South Dakota, they had to do a two minute basically on stage interview with um, a guy from the news station and like a different panel of judges. And then in Nebraska, they ended up doing a final statement to like a final, um, how would you be as Miss Nebraska type question. So it's been very different. Um, in New Jersey, they're doing um, a completely different thing. Actually, you know what? I might've gotten that confused. What I said was for Kentucky, I think was actually for New Jersey. So it doesn't matter, but they've been doing it very differently. Um, I know Wyoming's doing it a little bit differently and um, I don't actually yet know with all the states competing this weekend what their format is for those. So if you are coming up to state this year and you're listening, just be prepared for anything. Um, but definitely know why you want the job and definitely know your platform like the back of your hand. Because if you don't, that will not bode well for your success, just to be completely honest. So I really liked the attributes of... Um, being able to see the candidates speak more of their heart on stage. And uh, I could talk about that forever. But I think it did make the show a bit more interesting. So yeah, that was cool. Next question, question number three. Great question. Um, how did I get into pageantry myself? And how and why did I become a coach? Fantastic question. Um, how I got into pageantry myself? Well, I did one other pageant when I was well, I guess technically 11, I did NAM, but I had no idea what I was doing. And that's back when NAM was like the thing. And so I think I had like over a hundred girls just in my division, which is insane. And, uh, and that's even like in Nebraska. So 
Um, I did not place, I, th- I literally think we bought like a $50 dress from Dillard's and we're like, cool, we'll try this thing and had no idea what we were doing. Then I did Nebraska Junior National Teenager in the ANSO system when I was 14 or 15 and uh, won that on my first try, went to nationals, got top 10, and that's actually how I found Belmont. My mom was searching around and heard of the college because my nationals was in Nashville. So um, that holds a very special place in my heart. And then I came back and did NAM, I think, again, and like kind of knew what we were doing <laughs> the year later and actually got first runner up to Sarah Summers. And she went on to win the national title, which was super cool. So um, I've known Sarah since, gosh, I think she was like 11 or 12 and I was 14. So it's just been so cool to see how pageantry has held such a beautiful, beautiful place in both of our lives. Um, But then for me, I took a bajillion years off and um, it was after my sophomore Yes. Oh, maybe before my sophomore. Gosh, I don't even remember. No, it was after because then I took my senior year off. Um, After my sophomore year of college, I came home and uh, was just kind of redefining some of my goals. And I decided to do Miss Nebraska because I saw JC Pilkington, who is amazing, who is the Miss Nebraska before me being crowned. I don't know how. I don't know why I would have seen that on my Facebook. I really had no relation to pageantry like whatsoever. But I believe it was totally God, obviously, in hindsight. And I, you guys, at the time, I literally didn't even know what the difference between Miss America and Miss USA were. So, haha, funny. And uh, I really wish I would have gotten involved in the Outstanding Teen Program or even Miss America um, program earlier because there is so much merit to being in it for a while, just how you grow. And um, ended up winning on my first try, and I'm super grateful for that. But as I've even just seen in my clients, there's so much growth that happens when you don't win on the first try. And it's been really cool even just to see the development of my little sister who has grown so much as a person in the last year, getting third runner-up last year and then winning this year. I'm so thankful that she didn't win last year, and I think that she would tell you the same thing. Um, Not to speak for her because you'll hear her in a couple weeks on the podcast, but um, it's just been such a joy to see even my clients that I've had for two years, how they've improved and placed better every time, but just the personal development and the growth. I was talking with a client this morning that I've known for two years, and she was just speaking so eloquently about herself and her goals and where she's come from and her personal development journey. And it almost made me tear up just because I was so proud of her. And I just remember where she was, where she came from two years ago. And I've had so many of those conversations with my clients in the past two weeks of just like, hey, don't be down on yourself. Like, my goodness, do you remember where you were two years ago? And they're like, oh, I'd kind of forgotten. And that's just a word for everyone. If you're ever down on yourself or where you are right now and having having not achieved all the goals that you would have liked to, um, just remember where you came from and remember that you don't need the validation of a crown or maybe that one thing to be validated as a person. And we'll talk about that in a little bit because that's definitely part of how you win. How and why did I become a coach? Um, first of all, I prefer the word consultant and that is not... Uh, at all correcting anyone. I'm just really moving in the direction of interview consultant. I like that a little bit better because it's really what it is. Um, It's like life coaching and interview consulting rather than like pageant coach. There's just such a negative stigma and connotation, um, sometimes rightfully so, around that word. So just a little word word of wisdom, I guess, (laughs) distinction. Um, But how I started my company, let's see, I think I graduated like May 4th or 5th and um, the inception date of my company is June 2nd, 2016. 
So we will, we actually just passed our third birthday. Oh my gosh. Like I didn't even, (laughs) we were so busy. I didn't even think about it, but yeah, that was last week. Oh my gosh. Now that I think about it, I should have totally done a post about that. Maybe we'll do one a week late. LOL. That is so funny, but we were three years old. Oh my gosh. I feel like I need to have a little party. Like those little bougie balloons. I missed out on it. Oh, well, we'll, we'll backdate it a little bit. So powerhouse is three years old and, uh, we were not originally powerhouse pageantry. I wanted to go into personal development consulting and really life coaching and, uh, graduated with my degree from Belmont in commercial voice and music business. And the Lord told me to move home from Nashville. And, uh, when I graduated and I thought I'd be in Nashville the rest of my life. So that's a story for later, but came home and broke up with my boyfriend at the time who, who is still an awesome individual, but just, um, I was going to be 16 hours away and wasn't feeling led in that direction. And then God just laid it on my heart and was like, start a business. And I was like, I have a vocal degree. I don't know what I'm doing. Um, But started my LLC then and we've been rocking and rolling and just I've learned a lot. I've failed a lot. I've um, invested in a lot of coaches who have taught me how to do everything that I know. And I'm so grateful. I believe that every um, every consultant needs a coach. Every coach needs a coach. And uh, just learning from people who make way more money than me, know way more than me, and being able to glean on their wisdom is one of the, the greatest choices I've ever made in my life. I really believe to get to the next level, you have to invest in your future. And I was just talking with a client about that this morning of like, dude, you're 22 and you've invested money your talents, your mentality, your time, all these things into the person that you've become today. And I'm so proud of you because look at where it's gotten you. And they just kind of took a moment and were reflecting because they're like, wow, like I have done this. This is amazing. And it's so funny because I get obviously really close with my clients and I'm 26 now. And some of my clients are, you know, 15 to 17. And then most are, I would say 20 to 24. And, um, you know, maybe some of them age out or maybe some of them win and then they're done competing and we just become the best of friends. And it's just been so cool to have that beautiful relationship um, with people even after they're done winning and done competing. And just to see the amazing things that they go on to do, that's definitely a huge part of my why. Um, My interview coach that I worked with when I went to Miss America passed away, sadly, the year after I um, was Miss Nebraska. So I kind of saw a hole in the industry, specifically in the Miss America world, and just wanted to make it better. I wanted to operate in um, what I believe was a genius zone of mind. That's a term coined by one of my mentors, um, Grace. She calls it your genius zone. And I love that. Um, I was like, dude, I stink at fashion. I don't want to do hair and makeup. Like, don't trust me with any of that stuff. I wear my hair in a bun every day, pretty much, and hate having my hair in my face and would wear yoga pants and a t-shirt every day if I could. Um, But I knew that I could rock out interview because I really wanted the mentorship development part of it and the life coaching aspect. And I wanted girls to come to me when they felt broken and when they felt like they couldn't talk to their mom about things. And just the authenticity of it meant so much to me. I wanted to help girls develop their stories because of everything that I've been through. And the fact that I had to find my identity and it was such a process for me. Um, the fact that I have come to this place of now confidence and, um, now like influence my goodness after three years it just blows my blows me away every single day um just the dms that i get on a regular basis of people wanting to work with us and it's just crazy even for me to reflect you know three years ago when we were just starting and i was like how are we going to do this you know and so i just want to encourage anybody else out there who is thinking of starting a business or 
maybe you're even in network marketing and you're a little discouraged or you've tried like five times for your state title. Um, you know, without the struggle, the success story isn't as worth it. And it's so funny because so many of my clients just fret about not being able to be vulnerable or they're really scared to show the weak points of who they are. And this ties into how to win a little bit. Um, without realizing that the weak points of who they are are a huge part of the journey and showing themselves strong and um, transitioning a little bit. So that's kind of my closing with why did I become a coach? I just love, 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 love pouring into young women and seeing the the process of really dark to light in their souls and their minds and their emotions. And uh, just, I could never put a price on that. It's some, like how you know that you're operating in your grace zone, your genius zone is, is if you do it for free and it would still be fulfilling. And, um, 10,000%, I get to do what I love every single day. It's not about the money at all. Um, does it provide a living for me? Absolutely. But (laughs) when I first started, you know, you do it for free and, um, you gain a little bit and then you raise it a little bit and then you gain a little bit. And it's just a process, um, kind of like a train chugging along the track. So just give that encouragement to any of you guys who are maybe feeling in the middle or maybe feeling in transition. Um, transition's always uncomfortable. It always is. I was talking to a really good friend of mine this morning and he was just saying, Megan, remember transition's always uncomfortable. You're either going to feel a void or a change. And they were like, it's just like buying a house. Like you have to move all your stuff. You have to get new, used to a new place. You're going to miss the old. You're going to have to reestablish the new. And, uh, so many of you guys who are listening, maybe you just got done with your state pageant and maybe you didn't win this year. Maybe you're wondering if you want to compete again next year. Maybe you're wondering if it's worth it to keep trying in this direction. And, um, you know, intelligent people, I was just reading in Proverbs today that said that wise people, um, accept rebuke. And I was like, whoa, like that hit me really hard today. And it said fools, um, basically like don't accept criticism. And I was just like, wow, reflecting on all the really successful people that I know, 100% they know how to take constructive criticism. And it's because, again, talking about how to win, um, it first starts with having such an established sense of who you are and such an established foundation that when the wind and the waves come, which oftentimes come in the form of words, okay, either your negative self-talk or your executive director or your local director who disagrees with you about something or gave you a weird look when you put on your interview dress or asked you if you really wanted to eat that, you know, just dumb stuff like that. It comes from, winning comes from having such an established identity that nothing's going to rock you. And so I really want to transition into, um, just, you know, kind of story time with how to win. Um, but really my coaching philosophy and you guys not to brag, but like why we have, we produce winners just to be honest. Um, and I want to make that distinction. I kind of don't like even how I said that I'm very purposeful that our company's slogan is unlock the winner within because it's not, I don't like that. I just said produce just, just scratch that. Um, I'm not going to go out and edit that because this is real and I'm real, but it's unlocking the winner within because I'm not doing anything to make you into anything. Okay. First and foremost, how to win is waking up to the fact that God made you an incredible young woman, um, or maybe you're a young man listening to, but an incredible young woman, like just endowed with this power. I was just texting one of my clients earlier today who's competing and, and I, I just checking in on them and I'm like, 
hey, future miss whatever, like, how you doing? And they're like, okay, honestly, like, I'm a little overwhelmed right now. And I'll just send them some encouraging scriptures. And I, and, uh, I love even if you guys listened to last week's um, podcast, we talked about taking your ground and how to be bold and courageous. And so I was even just texting my clients today and I said, hey, take your ground, go take your ground. And uh, I told him to say this out loud. I'm strengthened with the same power and might that raised Jesus from the grave. His power lives in me. Hallelujah. And sometimes, you know, to win, you have to speak what you don't yet feel. Winners implement strategies into their lives, which is why we use the morning formula every day for every single one of my clients. Whatever you fear, are you affirming the opposite of it? Or are you just playing defense and allowing that to wreck your mentality? And this is like raising both my hands included. Um, do you have strategies set up in your life that are counteracting to the point of then overtaking the negative implications, the negative thought patterns, the negative self-talk, the negative outside forces of your life? Do you have a plan for it? You want to know how to win? Like I said, you have to have such a strong foundation, which is built by the habits, the details, the micro changes, the little things in your life that by doing so, you are implementing little bits of control into your life every single day. The, the biggest leaders, the most successful people in the world, you guys, have the best habits. And it's not just getting up at 5 a.m. You could get up at 8 a.m. and still have really great habits, okay? Whatever that is for you, your consistency and your discipline, I think a lot of times we, we judge other people who are super successful and who have favor um, on their life or who, who continually win. For example, I used to judge, I don't know if I'd say judge, but just like wonder and get frustrated of like, how'd this girl build a million followers? Like all she does is travel. Like I want to do that. But the more that I've learned and the more that I've invested in coaches and business consultants and things of that nature and bought courses on Instagram and just learned and surrounded myself with people who win all the time, guys, their habits are insane. Like, their level of meticulousness in their life is insane. Like, these people who have a million social media followers, they're not randomly posting every day. They're not getting up and spending two hours wasting their day being like, what do I want to post about today? Like, they have a plan. They have a plan. They have a plan for everything. They have a plan for their mentality. They have a plan for their emotions. They have a plan for their physicality. They have a plan for their spirituality. They have a plan for their relationships. They, they know how to say no to things. They know how to say no to their own mind. They know how to say no to their own emotions. They know that they need to build themselves up more than the ways that they consistently pour out every day. And that's something that I've really had to be cognizant of too, is how to say no and how to find the best yes in your life by making sure that in the ways that I pour out, I'm filling back up. So for example, even right now, okay, do I enjoy this? 10,000%. I love this. I love just like thinking about the fact that this is going to help people. Like it makes my day. It makes it all worth it. Even if two people listen to my podcast it'd be worth it. Um, and I just, as a side note, if you know that somebody needs to hear this, maybe you have a friend that competes in pageants or just like didn't get the job that they were going for, or, you know, like a mom who's discouraged or a young girl who's 13 and just needs some self-confidence, I would so appreciate 
if you would just pause this right now and press the share button on iTunes and go send this to somebody who needs to hear it, okay? Um, And if this podcast has been a blessing to you, I would love, 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 you just take two seconds, either now or at the end of this episode as we close here in a second, to um, rate this, to subscribe to our podcast, to download all the episodes, and um, to give us a positive review. That would mean the world to me. I'd love to know how this is helping you guys. And so often I get DMs that tell me... um, how this has impacted your life, but how we reach more people with this message of positivity and hope and helping people um, for free in pageantry is by having a more positive ranking on iTunes. So specifically, if you're an Apple user, um, I know some of you guys, a lot of you guys listen on the website or listen on Podbean as well. But if you could just take two seconds and um, subscribe and rate and give a positive review, that would mean the world to me. And share this with just one friend that needs to hear this. Um, I would love and be honored for that cyclical effect to take um, into place. And then we can help more people. So that's a huge reason why I do this. Um, But yeah, so in closing, you guys, a little bit more of just how to win. Okay, so my specific strategy that I think is a lot different than probably any other pageant coach out there um, is that I don't actually teach you or tell you what to say. I am very, very passionate about asking the right questions so that you have the self-discovery process, which is so much deeper and so much more meaningful than me sitting here telling you, here's how to answer the gun question. Here's how to answer about the Mexico and the tariffs. Here's how to answer about um, the people from Full House who paid off the colleges and might get 40 years in prison. Here's how to answer the abortion question. No. Having a strong identity and a strong foundation, you guys, is knowing your value, knowing your value, knowing your values, knowing how you think, and also knowing how to think, okay? In education today, a lot of times, um, specifically I would say in middle school and high school, and potentially in college, I really feel like our educational system, and this is not like a dig or anything, but how often have you guys studied for a test to regurgitate the information only to dump it out of your brain the next day. And then finals come and you're like, dude, I don't even remember like learning that chapter at all. We've all been there, right? So often what I see and what I hear from my clients is that they will do several interview sessions with people who just literally tell them how to answer. And the problem that I have with that and why I believe that it doesn't actually help people in the long run to win and unlock the winner within, which extends beyond pageants to actually win in life as well and be a very self-aware whole person, and that's a huge distinction too, becoming a whole person, is that I really believe doing it that way with just here's, here's practicing 100 questions and 100 mock interviews, all it does is it puts a band-aid on the problem to where I I might be good at regurgitating information, but am I really developing myself as a human being? And one of my goals as powerhouse girls and why we have such an incredible community, like I could just cry thinking about even we have a um, Facebook group message and we've done one all powerhouse Zoom call and we're going to do another one after the season's over Um, and why it's just so like freaking hilarious all the time is because these girls, my clients, um, through working with them oftentimes for a year or two, have gotten to such a place of confidence and assurance in who they are that they're able to be happy for other people. They're able to cheer their sisters on. They're able to be excited. Um, I think like Amber and Allie, you know, who are so pumped to go to Miss America together because they understand that they can do their part, but 
everything else is up to other people. And, um, you know, it's kind of like going to Miss America. Like I, I firmly believe that everyone's goal should be to win, but really it's like, there are things that we can do to, to make top 15, hundred percent. But beyond that, it's like so subjective that like, just have fun. You know what I mean? If, if you're only there to win, I really believe that then that's not the best strategy to win because whether you're there for just a week at state or two weeks at Miss America, Miss USA, you know, whatever you're competing for, if you're just there to win, you guys, I really believe you've missed it. Because you think about it, there are girls who have so many things in common with you that are to your left and to your right. It's like going to a conference for female boss lady entrepreneurs who have similar values and are interested in like 10 of the same hobbies. If you go to a conference like that, you're going to walk out with like 50 best friends purely just because of the commonalities of the common interests, values, drive, personality types that are there, right? Why do we not think of pageants that way? Why do certain coaches tell people to go in with your game face on, put, you know, blocking out your haters, and why are some girls mean when they compete? I just firmly believe that that's not necessary. I firmly believe that every single one of my clients, my goal is to also have them be in the top three or at least contending for the, the Miss Congeniality award as well. And in a genuine way, not somebody who has to give everybody the most extravagant gift or act fake all week or whatever. But again, if you have that foundation of knowing who you are, not being afraid to drop your guard in interview, actually be vulnerable, share your stories, learn who you are, be able to sit with your stories, be proud of the ways that you can be vulnerable, and last but not least, the key to winning, sharing your transformational process, okay? I work so hard with my clients to help them elicit where they came from to where they are now. Because it's just like Michael Jordan. Do we appreciate him just because he has the, you know, biggest three-point percentage or, you know, national championships or played for the Bulls or played for, you know, the Lakers or whoever, okay? No. We appreciate him because he got cut from his sophomore basketball team and he still made it. You know, and I think that's where the debate between LeBron and Michael Jordan will go on forever. I think that's where, yes, LeBron still had to work very, very hard for his success, 100%. But I think that forever people will appreciate um, Michael Jordan even more because of his struggle, because of the way that he had to overcome obstacles to triumph. And it's just such a lie that people feel like they can't share their vulnerabilities in their pageant interview because it's really the thing that is the biggest distinction about you. You want to know how to stand out in interview? Be who you are. You want to know how to win interview? Be who you are. Stop trying to look to the left or to the right. Stop trying to be the girl who got first runner-up. Stop trying to be the girl who beat you last year. You're not them. And you putting on their hat or you putting on, let's just say you have two different shoe sizes. Why would you wear a shoe size that didn't fit you? That's going to be painful. And guess what? It's the same thing in an interview. Stop trying to be somebody else. Stop trying to wear their dress, be like them, do your hair like them, talk like them, act like them, be like them. It's the wrong shoe size. And that's going to be painful. You know what's not painful? Being yourself, okay? So those are some of my tips and my secret strategies of how I coach all of my winners and amazing clients. Again, um, if you are looking to launch your 2020 pageant season, you can email us at megan at powerhousepageantry.com or shoot us a DM at powerhousepageantry and we will see when the next strategy session is open. 
and available on our calendar. Some exciting things coming up. I'm going to Minnesota this week. I'm going to Chicago next week. I have tons of travel coming up, North Carolina, um, potentially Nashville on the horizon, and uh, just exciting. Kansas City a couple times this summer. And uh, if you'd like to book us to come coach you in your hometown, we are starting to do that more, and it's super exciting. It's been so exciting and so fun. And um, just a little sprinkle of something coming up. We are going to be doing more of that. Um, We've traveled a couple times and are kind of working out all of our systems of how to integrate our current programs into more of a traveling capacity. And um, so doing more group coaching in cities with girls who want to drive and do some half day intensives or full day intensives or day and a half intensives like we're doing upcoming in Chicago, which you guys will see next week. Um, We're just expanding our territory. So it's so exciting. I don't know if you guys saw the map of powerhouse girls that are competing um, just in the Miss America system over the course of this month, but it's just been such a blessing and uh, we'll continue to see how the dominoes fall. Hopefully have a couple more girls going to Miss America this year and uh, it'll be exciting. So any questions, just feel free to comment on our website or on our Podbean site or on social media and we will talk with you guys soon. So have a great week. If you're ready to take your pageant life to a whole new level, make sure to join us in the Powerhouse Inner Circle, where personal development meets pageantry. Each month, for less than the cost of one coaching session with me, you'll get all my best coaching strategies through two live group coaching sessions, a companion guide to make it stick, and a community to grow with during your pageant prep. Head on over to powerhousepageantry.com forward slash inner circle to learn more and to see if there's a spot for you. Finally, thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. I know life is busy and that you may be listening on your commute, at the gym, or while cooking in between classes. We love helping you unlock the winner within you. And if you love this podcast, it would mean the world to us if you'd subscribe. If this episode really hit home for you, don't hesitate to let us know on Instagram by screenshotting this episode and sharing it to your story or by texting it to that one friend who really needs to hear this. It's all about spreading sisterhood and helping other powerhouse women like yourself grow. And remember, if you're ready to go all in on your pageant prep and to link arms with other achievers who want to win their pageants and win in life, our powerhouse inner circle could be the place for you. For questions, to work with us, or for topics you'd like us to cover, email info at powerhousepageantry.com and we'll be in touch. Thanks so much for listening and we'll see you next week.